ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Rob Manfred, the commissioner of Major League Baseball, going to join us in just a second here on the Shell Penzoil Performance Line. We appreciate his time today. Here's your Sports Center update. The Tampa Bay Rays have traded Evan Longoria, the San Francisco Giants, for Denard Span and Prospects. Longo. Mike Tomlin, who is on the NFL's competition committee, says that he expects an off-season review of the catch rule. And finally, John Legend and friend of the show Alice Cooper have joined the cast of NBC's upcoming live musical adaptation of Andrew Lloyd Webber's Jesus Christ Superstar. For all the latest headlines and information, tune in to Sports Center on ESPN Radio all throughout the day. Okay, so Rob Manfred is the Commissioner of Baseball, and I do appreciate that you took the time to do this uh, for us because South Florida is really mad. Baseball has been really bad to South Florida for many years, and I don't believe that uh, baseball deserves a single customer in South Florida. So that's where we start, and it's not much of a welcome. But It's a nice way to say thank you for the time. Well, today. thank you for the time, but thank you for the time. But I want to get to the question. So thank you, Rob, for joining us. But were you aware well, can of... Can I stop? Let me just stop you. I mean, you know, I understand um, the concerns that have been expressed in South Florida. Um, the one thing that I think you leave out in your description is there have been two World Series champions in South Florida. Um, whether people like everything that happened in between, after, or not, um, there's a lot of markets who would make that trade in terms of having those two World Series champions. Rob, were you aware of Jeter's plan to trade players and slash payroll? You know, it's interesting um, yes or no, please. Don't, yes or no, please. Uh, you know, I, I'm happy to do yes or no's. You can you can elaborate afterward. I just want to know if you were aware but, of that plan. Like you, if you did, you approve a plan that had slash payroll again we, for South we Florida. Do, we do not approve um, operating decisions by any ownership, new Rob, owners, Rob. current owners, or not. Rob. And as a result, the answer to that question is no. I'm not going to be deposed like this is some adversary thing. You want to ask me questions, I'll answer them the way that I want to answer them. Okay, but if that's, that's not fine. good enough, we can move on. No, that's fine. I'll do it that way. But you can't come, you're coming on here and saying that you weren't aware of Jeter's plan to trade players and slash payroll? Like, we're starting with a lie, Rob. Like, that's where we're starting. Like, you no, can't I'm tell not me you're not aware sit of that. Here and have you call me a liar? I explain to you that we do not, we do not get involved in operating level decisions in the ownership process, the ownership approval process. Clubs make those local decisions. Rob, were you made, Were you aware of his plan, though? Were you no. aware of it? No. We, were, we did not have player-specific plans from the Miami Marlins or any other team did every that plan... we approve in the ownership process. Those are decisions that the individual owners make, and they do not have to be cleared with us did or every, approved by us. Did every plan that end up on your desk from all the owners all have payroll slashing in them? Yes or no? Not individual players, payroll slashing to take care of the debt. Yes or no? The first, the the first payroll plan from the new ownership arrived here two days ago. Rob Manfred with us on ESPN Radio.
Rob, is it normal when when new owners are buying a team, Major League Baseball, is it normal for them to say, hey, here's the vision, here's what we're going to do, we're going to trade Stanton, we're going to slash payroll? Isn't that a normal practice? Like, correct us if we're wrong. Is that a normal practice? It sounds like this was a surprise to you, Rob, and it it just just seems that stretches credibility. Like, a surprise that Jeter was going to do this? Like, you know what the money is. You know how much Jeter has. You know the amount of money involved. Like, you know the dollar amounts. this is happening without. It just that part doesn't it, it, make sense. What do you? What about that? Doesn't make sense. We don't approve, dictate, or necessarily ask clubs what they're gonna do with respect to their individual operations. Those are local decisions that that really are not part of the approval process. Are Are you aware that Jeter has an employment contract that pays him, where he doesn't have to make cash calls, that he is going to be paid for profit? So again, you guys are going to end up in one of these situations where if he fails as a business, he can just keep cutting payroll. Are you aware that Jeter I'm has that in his that, contract? I'm aware that Derek has an employment contract. Um, every individual provision in that contract, I, I couldn't tell you whether you're accurate or not right now. I did see the contract at the time of the approval, but I can't. I just can't recall the provision you're talking about. Uh, why would you approve? Uh, no, why would you know? Did you know that a dismantling was coming? Yes or no? No. Okay. Uh, we approved. Look, this is really simple. We approved a very well-funded group that made numerous presentations to us about their commitment to provide winning baseball in South Florida over the long haul. Okay, That's generally what we look for in the approval process. We don't get into, are you going to trade player X or player Y at a particular point in time, or nor do we ask them to make a commitment as to what they're going to do with payroll before they've even got in and made an evaluation of their talent level, the, the, their ability to win with the people that they have there. That's just not how the ownership process works. Well, explain to us how it does work. Like, because you're the commissioner of baseball. You're, one of your jobs is to get ownership consolidarity on whether they're going to approve somebody into your club. They approve Derek Jeter. You know how to get that solidarity. It's part of your job. Well, so explain to me how it happened without approved. you knowing it. Okay, let's, let's try to actually get the facts correct, okay? They approved a group headed by Bruce Sherman. Okay, number one. Number two. Just like in every other ownership transfer, we examined the financial wherewithal of the group. We made sure that the governance structure of the partnership was consistent with our rules. And we had interviews with the people who were going to be running the club um, to get a general understanding of their approach to running the club. Everyone that was involved in that process, including me, was convinced that this group is committed to winning baseball in South Florida over the long haul. Is Bruce Sherman using Derek Jeter as a meat shield? You'd have to ask Mr. Sherman what well, I, I tried what to, but his secretary sent me to Derek Jeter. She referred all questions to Derek Jeter. I tried to. I did that on the air. She told me. Look, Please uh, talk to Mr. Jeter. Uh, who is Bruce Sherman? Who is he, and 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 why did why was he approved? Because all the bids came in low on 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 cash. That that's actually not true. 
I, I mean, I know you keep saying these things on the radio, but you have no idea what the cash was in this deal. The fact of the matter is this club, after the transaction, had the same amount of debt as it had pre-transaction and the largest commitment of equity of any franchise in the history of Major League but Baseball. But, Rob, they it have to the stick single it. largest commitment of equity ever in the history of the game. Well, and the, no, I know so, that, Rob, I know that part. The reason I interrupt you is because I think you cared more about that $1.2 billion asking price than you did about the fans of South Florida. Yeah, well, can I tell you something? Um, you actually have no idea what I care about and don't care about. The fact of the matter is a competitive club in each one of our 30 markets is my foremost concern. Well, but, Rob, you've got a problem here now, though, because you're not going to have many fans. They want to get the revenue up. They're not going to be able to get the revenue up because of the hostility in this market because this has happened four times, and now what happened after trading Cabrera with a new stadium with Giancarlo Stanton? Like, the revenue's never going to get up unless they win, and if they don't win, if they don't win, then we've got a ballpark and baseball just failing here at everything but business because you still got your $1.2 billion. I know that um, you have yourself fairly worked up on this topic, but I'd offer you the following facts as a matter of perspective. Okay, Baseball has always been a cyclical business. Probably the best example of that is what we've seen in the last five years. Um, in 2012, San Francisco and Detroit were in the World Series. They're going to pick one, two in the draft this year. In 2013, the, based on 2012 results, the teams that were one through five in the draft, Houston, the Cubs, Colorado, Minnesota, and Cleveland, were all in the playoffs this year. Um, the strategy that apparently – the Marlins have adopted is one that is tried and true in baseball. I'm not saying it's without pain. As a matter of fact, I think the fans in Houston endured some bad seasons. But it was a process that ultimately produced a winner, and that process is really dominant in terms of the thinking in our game right now, in terms of particularly smaller markets' ability to win. Teams are reportedly getting 50 mil each from BAM Tech. Are they free to use it as they please, or does that money have to go to what's happening on the field? No, the teams are, used, are free to use the proceeds of the BAM Tech sale and all other centrally generated revenues in the way that they see fit. If I may ask you, Rob Manfred, Commissioner of Baseball, with us on ESPN Radio, this television contract is allegedly a salve that's going to finally get business money flowing. The ESPN purchase of Fox seems to me, and I don't know what I'm talking about here because I don't know this business, but it seems to me like ESPN buying sports and taking the leverage away from that contract actually being as big as it can be. Does the ESPN purchase of Fox and this regional sports thing concern you in terms of how much money they can actually get to make this plan work? No, I, it really doesn't concern me. I think that um, all indications – um, that we've had is that Disney and ESPN are going to be committed to the local market in the same way the RSNs, in the same way that Fox was. It's a question of identity of bidders. Our content, our content, including local content, has tremendous value, and because of the value associated with live, live sports, I think teams, including the Marlins, will continue to have leverage in this market.
Commissioner, I beg you not to be the commissioner when you answer this question. I make you a Miami sports fan, okay? You're a sports fan living down here in Miami. Are you spending a few hundred dollars and five hours of your time going to a Marlins game? What reasons do fans have to go to a Marlins game? Commissioner, I promise you, you wouldn't do it. Look, I think that um, Major League Baseball um, in all of our markets is a fundamentally sound entertainment product. Um, I think your assumption as to exactly how the Marlins are going to perform on the field um, may not turn out to be accurate. I don't know whether it will or it won't, uh, but I hope that the fans in South Florida, like fans around the league, will generally embrace the fact that um, the new ownership group in Miami has a long-term commitment to winning baseball in Miami why, and that they will support the teams in the why would you years, believe that as well as the good I, years. I don't mean to insult you Rob but like I I'm I'm I live here in South Florida like you you can't know what it's like down here if you think that or you're not looking at the attendance numbers it, we, baseball has betrayed South Florida now on this four times the latest after getting a shiny new stadium like I'm not sure. Was there anyone in that room telling you about the dangers of slashing payroll in South Florida? Look, I, I, the, the new ownership group um, ha, has been in place for a shoot, few short months. I've said this before. I doubt that you're going to agree with me, but it's why they make chocolate and vanilla. I think that this group deserves a fair opportunity to demonstrate that they have a long-term commitment to winning. Okay, but how can we give them that opportunity when their first order of business is to trade the MVP at below market value, taking money on it, like giving money away? Like that doesn't – does that seem to you like something that South Florida can handle? Because I can, do you have a worse baseball fan base than South Florida? Do you have, do you have one worse than that? I think that the fans um, in South Florida are enthusiastic about Major League Baseball. I think you saw that during the World Baseball Classic. I think there's a market there that will support a team um, if the market uh, believes, as I do, uh, that this ownership group has a long-term commitment to winning. So, Rob, I know you're saying you didn't know their plan, their day-to-day plan when they decided to purchase the team. But once you realized that Derek and the ownership group, they were dismantling this team and trading away the reigning MVP, what was your reaction? Were you upset by it? Look, I th- my reaction to it um, is the one that I have stated publicly previously. I can understand, um, and I try not to make baseball decisions because, you know, Um, I am not a talent guy. I can understand how you could look at the situation in Miami and decide that the best course of action for this club, given how good it was on the offensive side and where it was from a pitching perspective, that the best course of action was to reload and try to win over the long haul. I I understand why they might have reached that conclusion. Uh, Were Laurie and Sampson the most hated people in the sport? I'm not going to answer that question. Were you happy to see them leave? I'm not going to answer that question either. Why is Mike Hill still in charge? Is that anything to do with baseball? Mike Hill is still the general manager of the team. They cleaned everyone else out. Mike Hill is still in charge. Do you have anything to do with that? Major League Baseball has no control over the employment decisions that the Miami Marlins or any other club makes. Um, Okay. Uh, Rob, thank you for the time.
We appreciate it. We're out of time. Thank you for being on with us. I know that wasn't enjoyable for you. It wasn't enjoyable for me either, by the way. I'm not looking to, like, use you to to just celebrate myself. You've got a very angry South uh, South Florida san- fan base down here, and I, I get the impression that you just don't know how angry it is. Like, I get yeah, the... Well, your, your impression, like a number of them are incorrect. I actually spend a substantial amount of time in South Florida. I own a home in South Florida. I am fully aware of the reaction that the fan base has had. I am also um, aware of the fact that baseball is committed to making um, Major League Baseball a success in Florida, the entire state, south and north. Uh, but you can do that now because you got a stadium with taxpayer money. You do understand that portion of it, right? The three other dismantlings you can make an argument for, the very rational baseball argument that you're making. But we were told when Miguel Cabrera was traded that when they got a new taxpayer stadium, it wouldn't happen anymore. You understand that, though, right? Look, I, you know, I think that is a broader um, statement of the commitment that was made in the stadium process. I don't think anybody ever committed that a particular player wasn't going to be traded in an effort to be competitive over the long haul. And you, I mean, look, our difference on this is pretty fundamental. You don't want to give um, this new ownership group a fair opportunity to demonstrate that, A, they have a plan and that that plan is directed at winning. I believe that they have a plan. I believe that they are committed to winning. And, you know, it's going to take some time to see who's okay. right All about right. it. Yeah, I don't. I believe they're committed to making money, and I believe you've made it very easy for them to make money, whether they have fans or not. And I don't, and, and I don't know that that's refutable. Let is me it? be really clear about that. If you believe it's easy to make money in South Florida with Major League Baseball, you are really dramatically <laughs> ill informed. I know, but I don't understand. <laughs> the sta- the stadium did. was supposed to. Yeah, Jeffrey Luria just I mean, made 1.2 million. Mil- t- and he bought in for 10 million. He made over a billion dollars, Commissioner. All right, we got to go. I'm sorry, Commissioner. We're 10 minutes past time. Thank you for. I, I appreciate you being respectful. Thank you, sir. All right, bye.